Before we start today's show, I wanted to share something really exciting with you. I'm almost ready to open up spaces for my one-on-one coaching packages. So if you're a creative who feels lost, confused, stuck in a rut, afraid to show up online, worried about the judgment of others, and struggling to keep yourself accountable to reach your goals, then this coaching is for you. This coaching will empower you to tap into what you truly desire and start creating the life of your dreams as a freelancer, creator, digital nomad, or entrepreneur. Step into your power and unleash your talents onto the world and show up online with unapologetic confidence and authenticity in every way. Spaces are super limited though, so if this sounds like a fit, join the waitlist to be the first to know when my packages go live. As this is the first round I'm offering, you will get this one-on-one coaching for a heavily discounted price that will only be available for the first round before prices increase. So if you are keen, go to the show notes and join the waitlist so you don't miss out once the spaces open up. Okay, back to the show. Welcome to the Mess to Success podcast. My name is Jordan and I'm a life and empowerment coach for creative women who are ready for more and want the tools and support to get there. This podcast shares the no BS reality of building the life of your dreams. Whether it's gaining clarity on your purpose, setting and achieving huge goals, showing up with authenticity and flow, or building the confidence to unleash your power onto the world, on this podcast, we share it all. Sit back, relax, and enjoy as we embark on this journey together. This is the Mess to Success podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Mess to Success podcast. I am your host, Jordan, and thank you for joining me for another week of podcasting. So I'm really excited for today's episode, but I say that about every episode, so take that with a grain of salt. Anyway, I am just Yeah, I'm just really keen for this topic and I've got a lot of exciting things happening behind the scenes. Oh my God, you guys. So I am launching my one-on-one coaching package. I have not come up with a name of the package yet. I've created the package. It's an amazing package. I have poured my heart and soul into this. Everything that I have learned from self-development, mindset work, spirituality work, goal setting, purpose, all of that. It is all within this three-month coaching package, and this is going to be my foundational program, the first program I am offering, so anyone who joins in on this program will really play like such a fundamental role in really crafting that the direction of this coaching. So if you are interested in that, definitely join the waitlist. Of course, everything will be linked below, but just it's it's been so exciting behind the scenes getting all of this ready for you guys like really building all of this designing my workbooks actually like getting things ready creating like oh my gosh it's just so much fun I'm literally having the time of my life I'm busy as heck though which is like partly the reason why I've decided to record this episode today if you've seen the title it is dealing with overwhelm and I mean I'm not overwhelmed I'm not speaking that into existence but I have a lot on my plate, so that's why we're going to be talking about overwhelm in today's episode. But before we do that, um, I have been doing a new segment on the pod where I shout out a local small business, and I've really been loving that. So I really hope that you guys have been checking out the businesses that I've been recommending. And this week, the business that I will be recommending is Natasha's Collection. So Natasha's Collection is handmade, affordable, quality wire crystal and beaded jewelry. Uh, She specializes in gemstone and wire beaded rings, and it's all created by Natasha, who lives in Sydney, Australia. So 
Although, I mean, yeah, I'm in Brisbane. I'm in Brisbane, so she's in Sydney. I mean, that's local enough for me. Um, but she's amazing. She actually reached out to me on Instagram maybe like six months ago um, to see if I'd be interested in getting some of her pieces. Like this was when she first launched. Like literally, she'd just become up and running. And I was like, you know what? Why not? I love, you know, support the small businesses. Um, so I bought a few pieces, like paid for it with my own money. And I've been so impressed with the quality of them. They're just really cute, really dainty. And they go with so many outfits. Like they're just, and you know, for a little crystal spirituality girly like myself, and like, I know a lot of you listening to this podcast are really is just the cute little pieces because it's like a little ring and then I'll have like a little rose quartz in it. Adorable. So check that out. Of course, linked below. So let's jump into the content of today's podcast episode. So as I said, we are going to be chatting about overwhelm. Now, this topic is near and dear to my heart because I am the sort of person where previously I really struggled to have boundaries and say no to things. I was a yes man, a chronic people pleaser. So I would always just say yes to every single thing anyone asked me to do because like I didn't want to let people down and I wanted to please people. Um, and also I'm a perfectionist as well. So like when I am doing work, I like I try to make it as perfect as possible. And of course, I'm getting overwhelmed trying to chase perfection because perfection doesn't exist. Um, so I, I struggle with overwhelm a lot. So I've really had to build a lot of, um, techniques for actually dealing with overwhelm because it can be, it can be crippling guys. Like it's actually, it can be, yeah, it's, it's not nice. And the thing is, is that I often like when I'm planning for this podcast, I don't plan too far in advance because I kind of like to see what are the vibes? What's going on? What are the topics that are just floating around in the air? And this topic is something that I feel like a lot of people are going through right now. Like it's kind of like COVID is still very much a thing, but people are getting used to the pandemic. So, you know, like we're going full steam ahead at work. People are starting new businesses. People are doing this. We're going back on holidays, but you know, there's lots going on. COVID's kind of becoming a bit more of a, like an afterthought for people. And life is getting overwhelming. Like life is it's bloody getting overwhelming. And I relate to you guys. And I feel like with this podcast, like people literally message me on this podcast and like, oh my God, the topic you talked about this week, like it's so funny that you talked about that because I had this exact issue this week. So if anyone who is listening right now is dealing with overwhelm, you're welcome. I psychically picked up on your energies and recorded this episode, especially for you. (laughs) But overwhelm. So let's talk about what overwhelm might feel like, you know, the symptoms of overwhelm and what kind of happens to us when we do enter an overwhelm state. So if you're overwhelmed, maybe you feel like you've got a never ending to-do list. Uh, You know, things just keep getting added onto the list. Whenever you tick something off, something else goes on. It's very stressful, very overwhelming, not nice. Uh, Maybe you never feel satisfied with your level of work. Now, this one, this one I struggle with. And especially as someone who um, is a life coach, have my own business, when you are, when you have your own business or just in general, this is not exclusive to entrepreneurs, but when you're working on something and you have a really high standard of work or productivity or whatever it is, it's almost like you're never satisfied with the level of work you're doing. Like whatever you're doing is not enough to be qualified as hard work. And, um, you beat yourself up for not working hard enough because even though you may have worked eight hours in your brain, you're telling yourself that the work you did in that eight hours wasn't a quality level of work and that you didn't get enough done and you didn't tick off enough things on your to-do list and blah, 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 blah. 
Uh, maybe you feel like you don't have enough time in the day for all the things that you need to get done. This is me. This is me. Again, every every single point. I'm like, yep, this is me. Um, but it is because, you know, I am a hobbyist. I've mentioned on the podcast before. I love all my hobbies, not willing to let go of anything. Um, so, you know, I've got the gym. I've got the business. I've got my social life. I've got my nine to five job that I really enjoy. Like there's just a lot of things going on. I'm not willing to let go of anything. So then I end up feeling like I never have enough time in the day. Like I can never catch up on things. Like that's what I feel like. I'm constantly chasing my tail. And I know that like you guys have probably felt like this as well. Like you just const like you're never up to date. You never have a clean slate of work where you're like, yep, everything from yesterday is finished. Let's start fresh today. You just never feel like that because you've always just feeling busy. You always feel like you've got more to do. And maybe you don't feel productive enough. And the productivity trap is something that I want to be careful because I do often give advice around how to be more productive and how to set goals. And whenever I do so, I do always try to mention like, you don't have to be a productivity machine. We are humans. We are not robots and we are not designed to be robots. So you don't have to be a productivity machine, basically moral of the story. So what is the trickle down effect of overwhelm? Like what actually, so what? We're overwhelmed, big deal, move on with it. Just keep going, keep pushing ahead. Well, when you beat yourself up and you feel shitty, like, you know, you're constantly beating yourself up. You're feeling shitty because you're feeling overwhelmed. You might even get comparisonitis. Now, comparisonitis is where you are comparing yourself with other people, other businesses, um, Or maybe you just feel this pressure of where you should be. Now, this kind of leads to a lot of my overwhelm, like being in the coaching space, being in the podcasting space. When you look at the industry leaders and see what they're able to accomplish, they do so much and they they give so much advice. And you think, oh my gosh, I need to do all of these things. I need to journal. I need to meditate. I need to do affirmations. I need to, you know, do engagement on Instagram. I need to go live on Instagram. I need to post six TikToks a day. I need to do this. I need to do that. Very overwhelming. And the thing is, is that like you might be comparing yourself to someone and I heard this saying and it's like, don't compare your chapter one to their chapter 30. And that's so true. Like they're literally on chapter 30. They've, they've like got a team. They've got an assistant. They've got people helping them. So like when you are stuck in the comparison cycle, just think about that. Don't compare your chapter one to their chapter 30. Okay. Okay. Um, Another thing that can happen when you're struggling with overwhelm is that you can't actually focus on the task at hand because you're already worried about the next task you need to tick off. Again, very guilty of this. So like sometimes when I'm really overwhelmed, it's like I'm not even focusing on the one task that I'm actually doing because I'm already in my mind thinking, okay, what's next? Next, I need to do this and then I need to do that and then I need to pick up this and blah, 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 blah. Like I'm already like my mind is racing a million miles a minute already like ticking off my to-do list of my next task. So you're not actually the task that you are doing at at hand. You're not even going to do that properly or you might make a mistake or you're going to do it more slowly because you're not focused like it really being overwhelmed really disrupts your focus. And I don't know about you guys, but when I'm in a complete state of overwhelm, like I'm talking panic, overwhelm, tears are coming I can't think straight. I literally can't do things. Like if you ask me a question when I'm in the peak of my overwhelm, I will just blubber at you because I, it's like thoughts, no thoughts, no thoughts, just vibes. And that's what happens when you're overwhelmed. You just can't like thoughts leave, or at least that's what happens to me. If you can still think while you're overwhelmed, must be nice. 
Um, analysis paralysis. Now, this is another one. So you are so busy analyzing and worrying that you're getting overwhelmed, but you're not actually taking action. So what I mean by that is you're really worried about a certain task. Like let's say there's this certain job that you need to do every day and maybe you made a mistake last time. So you're literally shitting yourself about making the mistake again. So instead of actually doing it or asking for help or practicing or watching someone else do it, you just sit in this state of paralysis like and you're just analyzing things over and over and over and over again in your mind without realizing that you're actually making your overwhelm so much worse. Like you're just winding yourself up more into a state of panic and then you haven't even taken any action. So you've actually just wasted all of this time for all of this worry for nothing because nothing's happened. Nothing's changed. Um, maybe you're even looking to external factors of what you should be doing, um, falling into the trap of how much you have to be doing and feeling like a failure or a fraud for not being able to keep up with other people in your industry. Um, and something that happens to me is that, you know, I will always compare myself to other businesses, other coaching businesses, other podcasters that are really big. And it's like, I need to sit back and realize like I am one person. I am one person at the, you know, very like this, this is a journey that I've been on over the past almost two years, but you know, there are businesses out there, these businesses that I compare myself to, they've been going for 10 plus years. They have a team of 30 people. They have a personal assistant. They, they can afford all of the latest automations and systems and all of that. And it's like, why should I compare myself to that? That is so unrealistic. That is not even worth my time. Not only that, but it stunts my creativity, makes me feel like shit. And then like, I actually don't even end up creating things that I'm proud of because it's not coming from my heart. It's not coming from me. It's just, it's just a shitty knockoff of someone who I deem to be an expert in my space or competition within my space. And I like, I don't feel good creating that kind of content. It doesn't feel good to me. And I'm sure you guys can relate on that because it's just, it's just not nice. So combating overwhelm. How can we, when we're in that moment of complete overwhelm, what can we actually do to not be that way? Well, number one, presence. Presence is something that I mention all the time on this podcast because it is so important. Like overwhelm usually stems from like if you are worrying about the future, worrying about the past or like, I don't know, you're just worrying like, oh my gosh, I've got to meet this deadline, blah, 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 blah. So if you can just take a moment in, in the middle of your overwhelm. And I know it's hard. I know like when you are panicking, it is like, it's not your first thought to be like, oh, I'm going to do some breathing. Like it's not your first thought. I understand it is a practice. But if you do remember, if you do remember, try to have a present moment, take a deep breath, practice presence. And an exercise that I do when I'm trying to practice presence, and this is good for calming you down when you're like having a bit of anxiety as well. I think that's where I learned it. It's look at like, Try and take in everything around you and focus on your senses. What do you see? What do you hear? What do you feel? What can you touch? What can you smell? And that's, that's just a quick exercise that brings you right back into the present moment. Of course, meditation. I'm not going to not mention meditation. If you can do a guided meditation of some kind to relax you or calm your mind or just kind of collect your thoughts, that is a really, really powerful way to get out of overwhelm or at least collect yourself enough to actually start taking action and start making decisions to kind of work your way out of overwhelm. The next is breath work. Oh my God, I love breath work. Um, I 
have started, I've probably been doing breath work for about two or three months and it's just amazing. Like it really is a great way to ground you and like get you to focus on just one thing, which is very hard for me because I'm always trying to focus on a million different things, which contributes to my overwhelm. So if I could just focus on one thing and that is just my breath, it's really powerful. So I'm going to teach you my favorite breathing technique. I think it's called the pranayama breathing technique that I could be pronouncing that wrong. Very easy technique, but it's one that I always go to. So you breathe in through your nose for four seconds. One, two, three, four. Hold at the top for seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And then breathe out through the mouth for eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That is my favorite breathing technique on earth. So just repeat that. I do it about 10 times. Like if I'm really stressed, I will just sit down and do 10 cycles of that breathing um, technique. And I find even just after that, I feel so much better. It, It clears your mind. It slows your heart rate down and it just gets you in a space where you can actually start to think clearly. The next one, of course, is physical exercise. And you might be thinking, bitch, I'm busy. I do not have time for physical exercise. But let me tell you why physical exercise really is so important and really can help you with overwhelm. Like you might be thinking, I do not need another thing on my to-do list, girly. I understand. But physical exercise is literally chicken soup for the soul. It feels so good. Like even just getting out there for a walk, a one kilometer walk, that's 15 minutes, not even. Like you you have 15 minutes to just go for a walk and just clear your mind and like just get your body moving. And when you get your body moving, like it really powerful stuff, guys, powerful stuff. Of course, next thing I want you to do is show yourself some grace and be kind to yourself. It is okay that you're feeling overwhelmed. Usually when we're feeling overwhelmed, it's because we care and it's because we're passionate. And that's not a bad thing. It's just about kind of, I guess, conceptualizing that overwhelm so it's not consuming and it's not completely ruining your life. Boundaries. So boundaries are a very important part of reducing your overwhelm. And that's not just with people around you, like having boundaries with your work colleagues, with your boss, with um, siblings, partners, whatever. It's also having boundaries with yourself. Are you taking on tasks that you don't need to be taking on? Are these tasks getting you towards your goal or are they taking you further away from your goal? If it's something that's taking you further away from your goal, can you delegate this task or can you decline to do this task in the future? Are there areas in your life that are zapping your time and energy that are not worth it? Because I guarantee you that if you're feeling overwhelmed, there may be a few areas in your life that you're giving your energy to that honestly, A, are not worth your energy or B, don't actually require as much energy as what you're giving them. So I really encourage you to have strong boundaries about the kinds of tasks that you take on. Like think about what are your goals and then anything that's going to distract from that, you don't need to do that. Set a boundary. Be like, nope, I'm working on my business right now. Like, I can't do that task. I can't. You can't pick my brain at coffee. I can't do this podcast. I can't do that. I'm working on this one task. So get really clear on what it is you actually want. Say no to everything that isn't that. The next thing and probably my favorite is because it's actionable. This is actually an actionable thing that you can do to reduce your overwhelm. And that is to create a tiered list. <laughs> I love lists. So take stock of what's overwhelming you and put it into a tier system to help you sort out where your priorities in life should be. Now you're going to have four T, four T's, geez, four tiers of your list and they are the four D's. So you've got do, defer, delegate, delete. 
Do means do it right now. This task is going to take less than five minutes. Do it right now. Uh, Defer means maybe it's going to take a little bit longer. I might pop that to the bottom of the to-do list because I need a bit more information or I need a little bit more resources. Um, So that's what defer is. Delegate pass that on to someone else. Even if it's things around the house, like get your partner to cook dinner, get your partner to hang out the washing, help get a friend to maybe pick up your, pick something up for you. Like it, it's, you know, you do have people around you that you can delegate things to. And then lastly is delete. What do you just not need to do? Because sometimes we convince ourselves that we need to do certain tasks when in reality we could just stop doing it and the world would continue to spin. The next thing, of course, ask for help. The people around you want to support you. And most humans actually love helping each other out. Like a lot of humans, myself included, get such a huge sense of pride and accomplishment and satisfaction from helping someone else out. And it really does feel amazing. So don't feel like a burden for asking for help because nine times out of 10 people want to help you. The next thing is challenge your perfectionism. Oh my gosh. So as a perfection recovering perfectionist myself, I relate on this one. Progress over perfection. Done is better than perfect because at the end of the day, like if you're striving for perfection and that's why you're overwhelmed because everything has to be perfect, like you're never actually going to get anything done. Just get it out there. You can always get it out there and then build on top of it once it's out. So just do it, do the thing. It doesn't have to be perfect. You know, we always think like we put so much pressure on ourselves as humans to be perfect. When in actuality, you would be surprised that most people don't expect perfection. Most people don't expect perfection. We're humans. We all make mistakes. So as a human, we kind of also expect like a certain level of human error. Um, So just progress over perfection. Just put it out there, get it out there. The last thing is journaling. Of course, is this a mess to success podcast episode if I do not mention journaling? No, it is not. I love journaling. Journaling is a really powerful way to just get your thoughts on paper, really kind of understand what it is you're actually feeling, why you're feeling it, and how you can help yourself to move through those feelings. So I want you to think about the following prompts. What am I overwhelmed about? Brain dump it all onto a page. Just write it all down. Just Just get it all out. And you might be surprised that it's actually, once you're writing it, it's less than you thought. Then the second prompt, what are the three possible solutions to my overwhelm? Now, I want you to think of three solutions that will help you get through your overwhelm, whether that's asking for help, um, doing a time chunk of two hours and smashing everything out or delegating or whatever it is. What are your three solutions? Then the last prompt, What's the best solution? And then do it. So yeah, we all experience overwhelm and it is so normal to experience overwhelm. I don't want you to feel like you're an alien because you feel this way. It is so normal. And also, I just wanted to say that I really feel for you because I've been there before. It's not a nice feeling. You know, it really leads to a lot of burnout and it's not nice to feel unsatisfied in your work and like you're not doing enough and like you're constantly on this hamster wheel of go 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 so give some of these techniques a go because they really can be powerful and try to reflect on areas that you can release or let go and you know for me as well a lot of the reason that I struggle with overwhelm is because I am a bit of a control freak I like to control how everything is going I like to know what thing like how things are And sometimes we we just need to let go. You don't need to control everything. You can't. You literally, we can't control everything. It's impossible. Things are going to blow up in our faces. It's just, you just can't control everything. And the sooner you accept that and just kind of work around that, 
the less overwhelmed you'll feel. Okay, so moving on to the next portion of the podcast, and that is my recommendation of the week. So my recommendation of the week is color coding your bookshelf. Oh my gosh. Color coding your bookshelf, literally, first one, first of all, extremely satisfying task, extremely satisfying task to just pull all your books out and completely rearrange them by color code. Number two, it looks amazing. It literally, it literally looks so amazing. I resisted color coding my bookshelf for so long because I was like, that is not practical. Like, why would I do that? I'm, I'm, you know, ordering an alphabetical slash genre. Like that is the way it makes sense. Like what if I want to read a book by an author, but now that I have color coded, I will never go back. The color coding just looks so beautiful. I literally can't stop looking at my bookshelf. It's behind me right now. She's gorgeous. She's literally gorgeous. I love it so much. I will post a photo on Instagram of what it looks like because I'm obsessed. Um, And literally beforehand, my bookshelf looks so clunky, just disjointed, messy. Like it just, no matter how I arranged it, um, it just looked like really gross. And then the moment I color coded it, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's gorgeous. So yeah, color code your bookshelves, folks. Anyway, I will wrap up there. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As I said, get on the wait list for my one-on-one coaching package. Spaces are super, super, super limited. So if you're facing overwhelm, if you're feeling lost, if you're lacking direction, if you need accountability, definitely, definitely, definitely join the wait list. Um, We can have a chat. There's no pressure and we can see if it's right for you. All right. Thank you so much. Make sure if you enjoyed this episode that you share it with a friend or rate it five stars. And I hope you will have the most amazing week ever. Okay. Bye. Thanks for finishing another episode of the Mess to Success podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you followed or subscribed to the podcast and rated it five stars. Don't forget to tag me if you're listening or share this podcast with a friend who might like it. You can find me on social media at Jordan K Creative on Instagram and TikTok. And feel free to visit my website, jordankcreative.com, if you're looking for any of my free resources. You're absolutely incredible for listening, and I'll be back next Friday. Oh, 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 oh,